0: Dude, did you see it? I did. It was wonderful. It was madness. My wife was screaming. My son was crying. He's a France fan. My daughter didn't care one bit. Um, It was wild. Me it was, too. It was movie-like.
1: Yesterday morning, Argentina, led by Lionel Messi, beat France at the very, very end of the game. Yes. It was shootout. but it was a roller coaster of a game. Oh, it, it was, just you thought you thought Argentina was absolutely had it in the bag. France looked terrible and then suddenly out of nowhere they flipped it in 5 minutes and then just got rocket fuel inside. Rocket
0: themselves. fuel, the momentum shifted. It was just a wild, wild game. And probably one of the greatest and I've watched a lot. You don't want, you're more of a reader, Paul. I've watched a lot of sports. That was might be one of the most exciting um, like sporting events I've ever watched, I I, I can say that pretty yeah.
1: confidently. Well, also for it to be the last, I mean, to, for it to be the World Cup championship and it was to incredible. be a game at that level was ridiculous. Pretty wild, pretty wild. Um. Did you grow up a sports fan?
0: Yeah, dude. I used to. I used to get the post and not read the news in the post. I would flip it to the back. The font was like "Make it 200. How the, how old the, are you? 13, 14,
1: oh, okay. Yeah. 15. So the news was the news part was not for you.
0: It just felt far away and meaningless to me. And but I was the sports, a kid and, yeah, I didn't care. I just went right to the sports stuff. Your parents
1: like, didn't care. I know your mom. Mom doesn't care about sports. So I I didn't know your dad, but like I doubt he did. So. You're just kind of walking around Bay Ridge going, like, I think I'm going to get into the Yankees? Like, what happened?
0: Yeah. I, well, your friends, my friends in school, we were like, I'm a Yankee fan. I'm like, okay, I don't know what that is. I'll join that club. Or maybe I won't. There was Met fans, you know, and it was competitive. So you, you end up, you know, it's I think it's human nature. You join you join cliques. You join clubs. And I became a Yankee fan when they had the longest stretch of not winning anything for, like, 18 years. Right. So... It's not like I was a bandwagon fan. I stuck with them and they sucked for like many, many years and and uh it's sports, man. I like it was it was an outlet. It was it was something to talk about. I wasn't athletic. My I didn't have parents. Let me just get this out of the way. My immigrant parents were not taking me to little league. They didn't take me to the park. My dad used to take me to Belmont Park, which is a racetrack, but that was about it. So, I I wasn't athletically minded. I played stickball in this I grew up in Brooklyn. I played stickball in the street and basketball, pickup basketball. But there was no like league and like, "Oh, there's going to be a rally." Like there's no yeah. rally. Like, I was not living the American dream in that sense, the small town American dream. But sports was a way for me to connect with new friends and um, it was a bit of an outlet. It was you just joined a club.
1: New York City sports is a special thing. Except for football, but it is an absolutely wild sport.
0: Whoa, I don't want to talk about football in New York City. I'm a Jets fan. I'm a closet Jets fan. Mm. Um, But yeah, football's weird in New York, but yeah, New York City is, I mean, the Rangers, the Knicks, and whatnot. Well, we just have, we have everything. Well, this was, but then you're going back to this game, it was just on another level, and, and you could feel the earth kind of rumbling because there's something so basic and universal about soccer. You can learn it. When you're like
1: three weeks old, it's the most basic rules. you've No, no, that you see that you see there are YouTube videos and three year olds are playing and they're pretty good. Right? Yeah, the rules. I mean, so I'm not a sports person. I'm just not. Never have been. Um, and I, although you know, I like the Phillies. I grew up. I grew up near Philadelphia. I like yeah. the Eagles. So I have. I have a little bit of connection. I remember coming here and I would meet people who. Came from UNC or had been to uh, University of North Carolina or or had graduated from Michigan, and it was their lives. Like, it's religion. Yeah. They lived it's inside wild. of the game. They lived inside of those teams, and they they thought about it and they talked about it. And you know, my friend who um, went to UNC. I asked him because he, he grew up in North Carolina. I'm like, "What was it like as a kid?" He's like, "Oh, they would stop school, roll in a television, and we would watch championship That's games." That's wild. Right? Like just That's like, "Hey wild. guys, science is canceled for today yeah. because of basketball." And 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 I'm guessing there are parts of Brazil when that game
0: was happening, I mean, the whole city stopped, everything stopped, the whole country, I should say, stopped
1: to Ar- watch those games. Argentina, Argentina froze, right? That's Argentina. what else are they going to do? FIFA is the so, the oh. Federation Internationale the Football Association. It's the, the, the big one. It's the one that runs soccer. It's like headquarters for
0: the league, right? For the global league. Global organization. There are leagues in many countries, by the way. There's the Premier League in the UK. There's Bundesliga in Germany. But this is the league that sort of oversees the national teams. And I watched the documentary, Paul recently there is there is a documentary on there's there's a few by the way oh yeah i'm watching it and then i found myself saying okay this is impossible because this this is an organization that is practically like a government has immense power immense influence in fact in many ways transcends nationalities and and like nation national interests because it's freaking soccer everybody gets it everybody wants it everybody needs it and it's kind of a rotten place. You also you got this guy, Bladder, who, if he had gone to the cocktail party instead of to the movies when he was 18, he would have been a dictator that killed millions of people. But, but, but instead, he, he,
1: instead, he just was friends with all those guys and helped them get soccer in their, in their He was friends with countries.
0: all of them. Yeah. And so I'm watching this thing and I'm thinking to myself, okay. This is way bigger than this Rinky Dink org can even handle, and the world. I did client services. I would pay for lunches to kind of get on the better side. Hold of Hold on. Okay, so What's first, of, big... all, first yeah. of all, first
1: of all, let's let's frame this here, which is that a lot of people got arrested. There were a lot of money flying around internationally uh, f- via FIFA, and the the issue was that um, other countries, countries. Uh, compete to see who will get the World Cup every four years. And Qatar got it. And Qatar is this like tiny little Arab country. Very wealthy. That has an unbelievable amount of money. And according to different reports, Qatar's like, oh, we spent $8 billion on this. Other reports say they spent $280 billion. No one knows what's real. No one knows what's real. But what people do know is that money just sloshed out of Qatar. And also like, adidas there's been all kinds yeah. of various like yeah. which this was one event which yeah. was
0: a big one because it was like where is the 22
1: well what i know world about Cup fifa in is that there's this sense of mounting corruption over the last like 30 40 years just people going oh god it's so corrupt and it, it just finally kind of burst yeah with this world well Cup.
0: it's also it's worth noting if you follow fifa they also oversee the regional cups as well the Africa Cup. The, there's one in North America and South America. I forget, CONCACAF, I think it's called. And you have this voting system. You have a bunch of votes that are given out to the Caribbean countries and territories. Sure. And so, and it's one vote per nation. So you've got England with a vote and then like Turks and Caicos,
1: the vote. It's like the U.S. Senate. It's kind of like the U.S. where Montana gets two votes, that's right. And so and does so California. it was,
0: it was rife for corruption, right? And there's a lot of like, a lot of like
1: backroom dealing going on as to who gets what, and also different assumptions in different countries about how money flows.
0: Okay, but let me ask you something: Isn't this? It's it's a, it's an extra national body. It doesn't follow the laws of any one country. I don't know why they didn't weren't more explicit and said, "Look, highest bidder gets the World Cup. Off we go!" And just money starts pouring in. And and
1: what's the issue? It would be simpler. I agree with you on that. Just okay, guys. It's all about money anyway. Caught through. Next year, Saudi Arabia. Right. Next year, Saudi Arabia wants it. By the way. Oh, and then the USA, and you know, every everybody who's got money can have the World Cup. Makes sense. Better airports, et cetera, et cetera. So there's a kind of like super capitalist logic to it what is the big deal well first of all soccer is rules don't people are running around on the field the only reason that it's interesting to watch them run around on the field is that there's rules and constraints so you can have
0: a respectable victory it's impossible. That's trusted.
1: Otherwise, they're just running around Fine. with sticks. I'm not
0: doubting the refs on the field. You need rules. Otherwise, it's just a bunch of people no, but running can, around. Can,
1: I mean, and think about hockey, right? I'm going to get thuggish men, give them sticks, and, and put them on ice. Without the rules, everyone would literally die. <laughs> Soccer is a slightly more gentle game, but it's meaningless without that structure. Okay. Okay. So what is the purpose of FIFA? Well, it's, it's a not-for-profit. First of all, it's not a for-profit organization. Its goal is to further sport. What does that mean? It means to that sport has unifying elements to it that bring people together. Sport uh, is a thing that has great value in the world. And this organization exists to preserve and put sport forward. Okay. So, wow. It,
0: okay. So, this is worth saying again it's a nonprofit. Correct. It has a charter of what it's going to do and how it's going to govern itself. Mm hmm. And in the charter, it does not say, you can give me envelopes of cash in a Caribbean hotel.
1: So you could say, wow, follow the rules on the field. But, you know, of course it's going to get corrupt. There's money moving around. It's global. What are you going to do? But if you don't keep that standard up, corruption, and this is one thing you know from spending time in dealing with Lebanon. Yeah. A little drop of corruption in the water just spreads. It's like putting it's like putting. It's ink, contaminated. You know? And here's why. It's because once it's in there, then the ref can be bribed, and he can look you in the eye, and he can go, why? What, what's the big deal? You took all the money? Yeah. Right, once right, it, right. And it, or the players can take steroids. I mean, it's literally
0: it goes, Lebanon. That's it's right. kind of understood as status quo, that that's how things work.
1: It, bribery-based cultures, right. right? So you
0: have to have some ground rules that are open and... And signal to the world that we are going to play
1: fairly. Or you'll lose the whole thing because people will turn their back on it if it gets bad enough.
0: So it's widely speculated.
1: Frankly, it's not
0: even much. I mean, there's like pretty good anecdotal evidence that Qatar just literally pointed the money hose oh. at FIFA and just unloaded bribe. Like they essentially bribed them to get the World Cup because there are, there
1: are villas. They yeah. just they just paid, not even in, in dollars or pounds or euros, right. they paid in villas. And like boats. Just, exactly. Yeah. Just obscene amounts of money. And to yeah. Qatar, they're like, look, we got to up the brand here. Yeah. Right? We're, we're this little country. Al Jazeera isn't quite killing it the way we were hoping. So we should do something else. What about the world's most popular sporting event? At yeah. the beginning of it, everybody was like, this is a country with some problems, bad the way it treats Immigrant labor, LGBTQ A um, lot, lot of issues yeah. came up. But by the end of the World Cup, everybody's like, I hope Messi gets his day.
0: Ultimately, everyone went back to the game. Yeah. And it was, it was, I mean, they lucked out because it was a spectacular World Cup. Like, so many exciting, dramatic moments. So, at the
1: end of the day, everyone wanted to watch good football. Country knew this. They're like, we're going to, there's no way for us to get this without just shooting money everywhere we're gonna get it we'll build the stadiums we know how to do that and then everyone will have their stuff to say and we'll you know have the weirdest opening ceremony that anyone has ever seen in the history of the world cup don't even talk about it if people want to see it just go find youtube yeah but uh yeah no they repped the brand and they did good and now everybody's going like you know they did a good job with the world cup now they went the olympics
0: Oh, do they? Oh, yeah. Well, they got all those stadiums now. Yeah.
1: Sure, knock yourselves out. And and the, you know, one of the stadiums is getting disassembled because it's made out of containers and going to Ecuador. A lot of the stadiums don't they don't have the need for that kind of capacity. That's, I watched the whole thing about You can it. fit the whole country in the big one. I yeah.
0: Mean. And so what they're doing is they're taking like the top layer of the cake. And like sending them to like poorer countries so they can, which I don't know what poor countries can do with like sections of a stadium, but that's not the point. We'll, we'll, want we'll figure that out. We'll Thanks, figure Spencer. that out.
1: So, so
0: but, uh, let me ask you this. Why, like, why don't we delete FIFA and get going again? Not to say the Olympic Committee is better, but I mean, it's, I think it's much more connected to governments so there's oversight, there's stricter oversight. People like boot you out, like they'll boot you out of there. Like they booted Russia out because they, they found them, you know, why can't we
1: just reset the thing? This is the nature of power of giant platforms. You've got clusters of people and if you say, I want to reset it, there are people who will say, I don't want you to reset it. They've claimed the platform. You, can't, you cannot just reboot things in the world as it is. You can say you should, I, obviously, look, FIFA should be rebooted. They should start again and they should hire right. someone who has tremendous moral standing, who is independently wealthy, to start from scratch. It's a disaster. It's still but, a disaster. But what are you going to do? Otherwise, so, so you got to do that. And then you got to do it in the next four years. And you have to do it in such a way that it doesn't lead to like a worldwide revolution as you take away people's soccer. So, right, right. So what the hell are you going to do? You're going to say, you're going to, you're going to. The world should, has claimed it. So what you're going to do is you're going to go, well, we have instituted the reforms that are necessary, and then we'll find out if that's a lie or not. Right. I mean, the world is committed to it. It is. I mean, you
0: just use the word platform.
1: Well, this is the thing. And I, I, you know, it's the Adi Ford Advisors, right? Why are we talking about sports? So I'm glad to get you there. There is a... I like sports. I know. Me too. A little bit. A little more than I used to. I really enjoyed this World Cup, which I didn't expect. So partially because I'm over here working with you and you're like, hey, guess what? Brazil, Ecuador, We, or we definitely <laughs> watched more soccer than we used to when we were running an agency. Yeah. So there is a game designer named Frank Lance who uh, is sort of a theorist of games, but has also created his own games. And somebody interviewed him once, and this really stuck with me. And they asked him kind of you know, "What what kind of games do you really admire and what do you... And they were thinking video games because he's a video game guy. Okay. And he went basketball because people live their whole lives in it, man. Like people exist inside of basketball. They wake up in the morning and they think about basketball. They have careers in basketball. There's a guy who sells beer at the stadium because of basketball. Okay, So – basketball is a set of rules and it's a system and it brings people together it's a culture it's a culture it's a p- it's a key part of culture and it's a culture it's, unto itself it's a part of fashion it's that's a right. part of music it's a part of a lot of things right mm-hmm. it's
0: it's not just game tomorrow night 7 p.m it's much more than
1: that that's right and so the you know the critical thing about basketball is it brings people together in a way that they find meaningful with rules and success and failure and aspiration you may never be a good basketball player but you can admire and respect people who play basketball and think about what makes some better than others and that is frankly for a lot of people a big part of their life like it's an sure it's a reason to get up in the morning is to see what your what the what the tar heels are going to do this time
0: there's this great um short documentary that errol morris famous documentary filmmaker made about this funeral home that like like fits beautiful coffins with like if you're a green bay packers fan Mm -hmm. like it's just decked out and it's just like it could be one
1: giant football it's kind of insane people want to be buried in the livery of their teams okay that i mean that's a no but that what does that tell you about humans and we can laugh about it but what it tells you is that this is an organizing principle for humans and I, I i feel that when we talk about social media and when we talk about platforms and we talk about technologies things like google or microsoft but especially your facebook and right now twitter well these are social places where you have identity
0: and you're connecting with others right like
1: yeah and we lose track of the thing that matters most which is that there are rules
0: there are rules but they can't be you can't turn the screws too much though no, you, you got to
1: peop- let them have their culture in their space. But you can moderate and you can boot and you can send. But, like, yeah, in on Twitter, one of the big rules was it, it had to be short, it had to write 140 and then later 280 characters. Yep, yep, yep. yep. You know, Facebook. So, all. And, and I think, like, there's this tremendous anxiety. I almost think we would do ourselves better rather than freaking out about social media all the time as a culture. And it is tricky the way it interacts with politics. But then again, sport interacts with politics too. Like, Bolsonaro. Supporters are Mm on the Brazilian teams, Mm -hmm. on and on. So, putting that aside for one second, like think about Twitter in the same way you might think about basketball. Yes. It's a platform, it's a system, and it's a set of rules. And I think one of the reasons that everybody is really freaking out about Elon Musk is he changes the rules every day. So, Twitter is a sport. Truly. Basketball is a platform. I mean, it is. The Middle East has a remarkable number of challenges. I'm Lebanese, as you know, Paul. uh, It hardly ever comes up.
0: There's this really, really amazing short documentary called Lebanon Wins the World
1: Cup. To be clear, I don't think Lebanon has ever, (laughs) has it ever fielded
0: a team? No. It's 1982, Brazil-Italy, World Cup. And Lebanon is in the throes of just an absolutely brutal civil war. That's kind of, dev- it's not even a civil war. It's just factions and gangs. Like, it's just utter chaos and, and, and just madness. And the game between Brazil and Italy uh, kicks in. And this is documentaries about, and the whole country, Beirut, the city, the capital of Lebanon, just fell absolutely silent. And this includes, Israel was occupying Lebanon at the time, too everybody put their weapons down and by the way it's not like there was satellite TV it was radios and maybe some TV watching and observing this game and for that brief moment everyone sort of shed the team uniform of whatever faction or group they were affiliated with watched this game and then the like minutes after the game ends the rumbling kicks in again
1: sure the bomb start. the, the bomb
0: start again right and and so sport is you know i've heard the theories like oh, if we didn't have sports man we'd all kill each other i, I kind of think that's right i think that's real i think we need that outlet we need to belong to something and and soccer is kind of the ultimate platform right like it is it is one of those things that you can walk in anywhere and talk about it and be like yes yes i know i know i
1: know look the proof in that is that sport more than most other many other kinds of public events spills into violence soccer is known for having bad outbreaks of violence that's right i mean when people go see a movie typically they don't there's no riot no it's a lot of people yeah. together watching a movie but they don't punch each other in the face that's right but if you get a lot of people together at a soccer game, whoop, boy, it can get real bad, right? So I think there are there, these emotions are 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 there, and they're always close to the surface. Yeah. One of the most um, nerve-wracking experiences I've ever had was going to a Rangers playoff game with you and your brother. It was intense. It in just there. you could feel a seething in the air, and it didn't feel good. It felt grim, just grinding. It is. It, it, it's
0: gladiatorial, is the way I would That's put right. it. It was just intense and. A lot at stake, and it was just a lot of intense, like, it was almost like a violent energy.
1: There is a great book. It's by Bill Buford. It's called Among the Thugs, and it's a narrative. He, He embeds himself with soccer hooligans in the 80s. Oh, my God. And they're not good people. No. No. It's a rough scene. But he describes this moment where the mob is about to turn violent, and just kind of the absolute electricity as a human just feeling this thing. turn Turn, yeah and that he was in it and everybody's got their sticks yeah yeah, yeah. gonna lose their minds yeah and so yeah so so okay well um ways to think about sports go watch where can i see lebanon wins the world cup i don't think you
0: you you could search for it on the internet i don't know if it's like available to stream it might be i think vimeo had it on there for a bit but they might have taken it down you know there are other
1: ways to get digital assets you can find online but we can't really mention those yeah we won't talk about that
0: yeah um we are building a platform Paul We are. It's called a board, and we have another podcast called the Aboard Podcast, which we're we're taking you on the journey of a startup and us figuring stuff out as we go out into the world. Uh, you'll find it on all, in all the usual places. But we're really happy you're listening to Ziadie and Ford Advisors, and hit us up. How do they hit us up, Paul?
1: Hello at ziadiford.com is good. We still have at Ford on Twitter for as long as it remains and they don't yes. block us. No Mastodon yet, but, you know, just get in touch. We're ready to give advice, so, you know, shoot us an email. Have a wonderful day. Congratulations
0: to Argentina.
1: Congratulations. Nice to see Messi get his big win.
0: One more call out. Congratulations to Morocco. Amazing run. First African team to make it to the semifinals. All right, (laughs) let's get out of here. Have a great day. Bye. Advisors.